I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds and otaku across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show podcasts are made possible by the generous support of listeners like you. Discover the many ways you can join in at nerdyshow.com slash support. This program may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. everybody welcome to the wicked anime podcast this is episode 176 and i am your stupid awesome analyst john star and with me is the hard man with harder opinions aflm nani and our king baby dog evan oh i need you on my bashes and wenches security guy greg <laughs> hola plagued this week by the big show paul white <laughs> oh maybe and elite for derek what's you coyote <laughs> we, we we so with greg's audio issue right now we don't know if it's going to come out on recording but just know that we think it's hilarious right now they're complaining that my voice sounds deeper because as some of you may know i got uh, a new microphone set up like a week or two ago and so it's broken immediately no <laughs> just in andrew's ears it's broken i think i sound absolutely lovely they they compared me to either um like i sound like i'm in a hostage situation like a terrorist or i compared myself to sounding like barry white so you be the judge listener i said barry white before you said barry white okay man we we Mm. could also be hiding greg's identity because like he doesn't necessarily have to be a hostage he could just be like, oh, Greg is in witness protection now, and now we have to mask his voice so that nobody actually knows what he hears like. But he still wants to participate in the Wicked Anime podcast. On this video Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His yes. new name is officially Witness Protection Greg. <laughs> uh, just to inform those listeners, I'm really not in the witness protection program, so please don't worry. <laughs> Identity security, Greg. <laughs> Don't worry, your, Greg. Nobody's Greg, worried. What would your witness protection program name be? It would be, um, please protect me, Greg. I don't know. Well, congratulations, because now you get to change it if you ever do go in there. <laughs> Greg. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Thompson. Hello. I think he's talking to you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I got nothing for a name. I, I kind of like witness protection, Greg, the WPG. Oh, you can tell WPG. Mm-hmm. It's old Greg. He's got a mangina. <laughs> I need oh. witness protection. Help me. Help me. I need, I need protection, protection for my bailies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Well, that joke is lost on everybody if Greg's audio comes out normal in the ending of the recording. (laughs) So we hope that it doesn't because we're laughing at it the whole time. Yes, we are. All right. So what we're going over today is we're going to talk about the new season of anime that's running, or at least what is running. Yeah, Uh, what should be running. Yeah, and we got some a whole bunch of uh, other things to do too that should be fun for our little quarantine games. Woo! So, Yay! If we jump right into it, we got to ring the news bell, which I forgot in my desk door over here. Give me a second. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Delayed reaction, folks. Hold on. Wait. In the box, out of the box. Yay! Hey. <laughs> Just now we got to put it back. Come on. Hey. <laughs> Late news, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Breaking news in five minutes. <laughs> All right. So, who's ready for more Hollywood live action anime adaptations? I yes. am. They've all been um, so successful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't you love Dragon Ball? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has been announced that One Punch Man is officially getting a Hollywood live action film. And how could they possibly screw that up? <laughs> um,. Well, this could go either way because the people writing it are Scott Rosenberg and Jeff uh, Pinkner, who did the Venom movie, but they (laughs) also did the very good recent Jumanji films. So if they do it the same way they've been doing the latter, I will have high hopes. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Hmm. All right, here's the question. Who's Saitama? Who do you cast? Bruce Willis. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's it's, a good one. You know, when I, when yeah, I first reviewed, for that. When I reviewed the anime, like, I said Rob Corddry. I want Tom Holland to be Moomin Rider. <laughs> he would be a good Moomin Rider. No, Michael Sarah's Moomin Rider. <laughs> Michael Sarah's Moomin Rider would be a really good one. I don't even know why he's famous. <laughs> Me too. Um, well, he's funny. In, or, yeah, Arrested Development. That's what I was thinking. It's like the only good thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, oh, geez. Timothy Oliphant as Saitama. <laughs> he was a good bald person in the first Hitman movie. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So he could pull it off. And he and he does comedy now with uh, the, uh, what is it? The one on Netflix where they eat people because his wife is a zombie. Oh, it's oh, the Santa Clara diet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how about like a, a, a Chris Hemsworth? He's got the build of 100 push-ups a day, 100 sit-ups a day, 100 meters no, per you, day. Uh, not Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine. Chris Pine would be pretty good too. No, Chris Pine would be a good, uh, what's the robot? Genos. Oh, Genos. Yeah, he would be a good Genos. Chris Pine would be a good Genos. Okay. Yeah, it, because it sounds he, like we're making I, something work. Yeah, you know, Chris Pine would be a great Genos, especially if he does the delivery the same way he's he's been doing the uh, the Kirk delivery because he's paying homage to, you know, um, William Shatner when he's doing his version of it. <laughs> and you know, when Genos talks, he just goes on and on and on in that kind of robotic <laughs> voice, and that that's kind of that's kind of like how William Shatner likes to talk sometimes. <laughs> Does he do the air karate chops like you were just doing on video? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Um, I forget. Be... I keep forgetting there's a camera there that everyone can see what I'm doing. <laughs> I um, I I don't mind the idea of a One Punch Man film, but I don't know how it would go. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It it does not. It does not sound appealing to me, unfortunately. Oh, oh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman as the prison superhero. Oh, pretty pretty prisoner. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty yeah. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> can can uh, William Shatner be the villain? Because that would be hilarious. Which? Oh, the Sea King. Yeah, that'd be funny. Be good as the Sea King. The Sea King was a really good. I will destroy you now, Saitama. <laughs> <laughs> how about james franco as saitama just for the attitude <laughs> how batshit crazy he is sure throw him in there well we could always look at actors who have no emotional level whatsoever when they play so that they'll play saitama oh, perfectly uh michael Sarah. yeah <laughs> yeah no, no, what's uh, no, no. What's his name from Pacific Rim? Uh, you know, say in say a oh. line and turn your head. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam would be perfect. You got it. There's our Saitama. Do we fit The Rock in this movie somewhere? Because I feel like he's bald. He's See, big. The Rock could be pretty pretty prisoner. No, or um. Oh God, the uh the fake hero, um the one who doesn't have any powers. Peter. Oh. Um, oh wait, no, that's uh, Deadpool. Never mind. I will say though, the guy who directed the original Deadpool, I think, would be a great pick for the for directing What <laughs> One Punch Man. Yeah, I think it would work. Um, although I also think that it that would just be a good Phil and Lord movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh my Lord, god, Lord, Lord, Lord and Miller, Miller. Would be perfect. For Lord this. and Miller, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it would be. It would definitely be up in the air, and and I don't know what plot point they would pick for a hollywood <laughs> film of it but i don't know i don't know if i would touch that one <laughs> it's you know a couple of my friends actually were given the opportunity to write a screenplay for one punch man but they turned it down because they thought they weren't really that knowledgeable about the aspects and my friends who um did that movie arctic with uh, mads mickelson Mm. They were asked to do One Punch Man. They were asked to do One Punch Man ah. when they when they were showing this their movie at the Cannes Film Festival. They met with the guys who had licensed the rights for the live action One Punch Man. That's crazy. So that's our first piece of news that we've right. been talking about for fifteen minutes. All right, and here's another piece of news: Gotchaman Hollywood movie. And the Russo brothers are actually going to be the ones helming this one. And they said that they're going to be doing an original story, not trying to adapt like the original one. Hmm. Wasn't uh, there Gotcha Man, wasn't there a, a movie planned for that like forever? Hasn't that been in development hell? Yeah, remember when, um, the, remember that animation studio, Maggie or Maggi, the guys yep. who did the Ninja Turtles and Astro Boy film? They were the ones that were supposed to do that. But when Astro Boy bombed, they, the, the, the company shut down. They disbanded, yeah. Yeah. Must have been. It's too bad because the Astro Boy movie was pretty yeah. okay. It was good. Yeah, it was decent. I mean, it didn't shit all over what Osama Tezuka was trying to do with yeah not at all. yeah even with nick nick cage as the as a scientist yes astro my boy oh <laughs> i i could see i could see the russo brothers doing a good job with gotcha man uh yeah yeah that's right yeah Get yeah that one right yeah that, that's a tough one speaking right. of which we just started watching community again oh so. 
my god that's such a good show i'm so happy that they put that on netflix yeah and season one uh is is actually funnier than i remember so i've been really really enjoying it Mm -hmm. so also in the news too even though production hasn't started yet on season one they're already working on stuff for season two of the live action cowboy bebop show i i heard about Mm. that (laughs) and they they was i mean like you can only imagine that it's somebody sitting behind the camera going this is so cool guys (laughs) like we gotta do that keep doing this you know which i don't which gives me one of one of two things either they've nailed it to the point where it's like yes this is awesome uh this is cowboy bebop this is what i remember and this is a live action version of it that's number one number two is we have called something cowboy bebop and it's a space show that resembles nothing like cowboy bebop but it's still good or they've just completely trashed on it and they think that everybody's going to love it so much that they're, that they're putting all of their money into two seasons worth of it. Well, I could, I could see studios being so delusional that they think what they're making is good. They can, but one piece of hope is the fact that they have revealed that Yoko Kano is back doing the music for it. She's making new music for this live-action Cowboy Bebop show. So, okay. <laughs> so the seatbelts... Hey, new seatbelts music. That's that's that, that that's I, a good thing. Is, uh, what's I mean, the actor's name? John Cho. That's playing. Spike? John Cho. Yeah. 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 Is his what was it? His foot has that even recovered yet? Because he had a major injury and had to stop all filming, and that was before any of this quarantine stuff happened. Mm. That's so, right. How much have they actually gotten in with the development of the main character, too? I mean, maybe the rest looks great, but maybe he just tanks the entire thing. <laughs> Season two. Ah, tanks. That's a good Cowboy Bebop joke. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it's like that one song they did for it. No, um, being, dude, there's like eight soundtracks to Cowboy Bebop. Man, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm i going to have to see what it looks like. Because obviously we can't stop Cowboy Bebop from happening, which I just wish they just never touched it. After after they said Keanu Reeves was out and uh, Shinichiro Watanabe was out, I, I was just like, okay, let it die. Just like Akira, like, let it die. Come on, get rid no, of it. Shinichiro Watanabe is still on board. Yeah, it was like, here's a million dollars. Say we can approve it. He's like, okay, whatever. And, and uh, yeah, I just, I, I really wish they would just leave it. Up. And mostly because Cowboy Bebop holds a very special place in my heart as the anime to get me into anime. And I think it's still to this day, I think Cowboy Bebop is the perfect anime. Even if, whether you like anime or not, you, sh- you should be able to palette Cowboy Bebop because Shinichiro Watanabe writes Western anime or animation mm-hmm. and not just Japanese animation and wasting your time translating it into live action. When again, kind of like how the Disney films are wasting their time making all their live action films, but they're just soulless lifeless versions of the better version of the movie that's already made. Cough, Lion King, cough. <laughs> oh, Upcoming we watched it. Robin Hood remake. <clears throat> well, so, okay. Me and you haven't had a conversation about the Lion or the Robin Hood remake, and I think if there's what for first of all, let's be real, it's not going to be a live action remake. Otherwise, you're just making another Robin Hood movie 
on top of the millions of other choices of Robin Hood films that there are out there, which why would Disney do that? They're obviously going to have to make an animated film, just 3D animated, and they should make a Zootopia version of the Robin Hood film. That would be awesome. Because if you go back and watch the old animated Robin Hood film, it hasn't aged very well because it doesn't have a story. It's actually just a demo reel of animated scenes made by the, uh, made by the Disney animators. Here's what I think would be a funny idea is if they did a, like a, I don't know, like a special like Zootopia, but they had the cast trying to put on a stage show version of that Robin Hood movie. And they just screwing it up as it progresses. Yeah, that like, would have to like, be... Kind of like, kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen a um, video of this play called The Play That Goes Wrong. Like, throughout the whole 90-minute play, like, shit falls over and, like, cast members, like, forget their lines and, like, have it be like that. Hmm. But, like, the Zootopia people trying to do a play version of Robin Hood. That would have to be like one of those 15 minute special type things. Cause I don't know if you could do that for a whole hour and a half. Well, that, that's what I was saying. A special. Yeah. yeah like no, like, what, like an was, hour at best, like 45, 48 minutes with commercials, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but any, but anyway, uh, so Robin hood, I'm kind of on board. If anything deserves a remake, I think they could probably pull off Robin hood. The other ones where they actually refine the animation, not, not, uh, actually, I, after I watched the live-action Aladdin movie, I turned on all the uh, animated Aladdin movie just to watch the whole genie introduction scene with "You Never Had a Friend Like Me," and I was like, "Okay, I've I've, I've cleansed my palate. All right, I'm good." Yeah, <laughs> like easily one of the greatest greatest uh, animated sequences in animation history. And I think it made me. It made me like choke up a bit because I miss Robin Williams so much. Oh yeah, without question. Well, because I watched Jack the other day, and I, oh. I was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> not really. I didn't cry that hard. I, I didn't really cry at all, but it was still sad because, man, Robin Williams talking about getting old and dying, and ugh. Oh, don't watch <laughs> What Dreams May Come. Then yeah, don't. it broke my heart. Oh, don't don't watch that movie because that 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 film just basically foreshadowed everything that happened. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we were talking about Cowboy Bebop. We went off on an amazing tangent about how much we hate live action. So, uh, and then how sad it was that Robin Williams dead is dead and he can't play a part in the One Punch Man movie. Uh, that's what we said. And uh, so anyway, I I don't think Cowboy Bebop is worthy of a live action remake in the same way that will it be better than what we got with the animated version? I don't think so. We should, we should have just moved on, but that's just one man's opinion. We'll have to see what it, what it's like when it comes out on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we also have um, a couple, we have one light novel series that's ending and one manga series that's reaching its conclusion as well. It appears that The Devil is a Part-Timer will be ending with its 21st volume. Wow, that is a long manga. <laughs> no, light novel. Light novel. Yes. It's still long. Yeah, a lot Can't of us are still waiting for a second season of it. <laughs> to be like, okay, now it's completed. Go on, go on, animate the rest of it. Come on, I, come on, come on. I understand that Japanese people like to write long stories because they don't know how to end anything. But man, 21 volumes of a book of just 
one single premise. I mean, it, it obviously the premise has to change over that time and evolve into a different story entirely by the end. But still, holy crap! Like, I just can't imagine writing comedy for that long. That's a long time to write comedy. Yeah, well, yeah. Think I, about I, I like all. Agree. Well, I feel like it's not different from you know sitcoms that last like ten or fifteen years. Or like if you're the Simpsons, you know, last thirty years. Yeah, well, but let's take a look at the quality of the beginning of those shows to the end of those shows. Eventually, if you're running on the same premise for uh, such a long time, you start to go stale on your ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you can make it run, I mean, and that's the whole reason. Actually, let's take a look at Community for a reason. That's the whole reason that why they were running the joke six seasons in a movie hashtag six seasons in a movie because like they knew that eventually they were going to run out of material so if the joke was end everything at six seasons in a movie then they'll be good to go yeah so we have the six seasons we're still waiting on the movie yeah um but it's interesting because that's i look at my manga shelf and most of i say most because i have all of naruto on my shelf um and most of my manga volumes end with between six and 11. Uh, I mean, you have kind of rogue ones like Terraformers and Monster Masume and stuff, but, Mm -hmm. and then of course you have Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, which when I went to Japan, it was just like, look, we have volume 17. It was like volume 17 of Yuna (laughs) and the Haunted Hot Springs. (laughs) Talk about, a, talk about a show that can go stale fast. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Which I read Unit you know, on the Haunted Hot Springs. It's still funny, but it takes yeah. me so much longer to read a volume because of uh, it's just like, okay, stop making gag jokes and move on with the plot. Like, I want to know what happens to these characters. But then you just have a chapter that's about a single character, and the whole chapter is built around one gag about how they lose their clothes again. And you're just like, oh my gosh, <laughs> move the story forward. I want to, I want character development. There's no character development. That's why I actually been, that's why I've been loving We Never Learn. Like, like We Never Learn, the main story that has ended and they're now doing like these alternate things to see like, here's what it would have been like if uh, Nariyuki went, got with the other girl or something like that. But like, I'm re, I read, I think it's either the ninth or 10th volume of We Never Learn and Oh, it's gotten kidding. like really good with like the character development because they realize that these characters can't be in high school for all eternity. They have to graduate. They have to get to that point of, oh, Nariyuki was able to help two of them and help them pass and get into their colleges. And they're realizing that at this 10th volume. There, right? that's, um, I, I think that's, that's where a show like Azumagadayo hit so well is because they they knew that they had a limited amount of time and they stuck to it yeah uh so i'll be i'll be well i mean what i'm I'm reading volume nine of we never learn now so uh so the so next month is where next month no i think two months from now is when volume 10 will come out for me uh Uh, let me see and then yeah I'm sorry, yes. We Never Learn is the one I just read. Oh, number nine? Yeah, so you and I are in the same place. We're in the oh, okay. Same... Yeah, I'm about halfway through that volume, so I haven't finished it yet. Okay. But I, I'm, I, need, I need the... I, basically, I, I need the stories to develop, and I, I don't know if running a story for 21 volumes really lends its hand 
to that kind of a thing. Like, make your stories good. You don't necessarily have to make them short, but make them palatable so that you don't feel like you're just stringing along the audience on a bunch of gags with no character development. Because that that makes it really frustrating when you're reading a volume and then it's over and then you have to wait two months for the next volume and nothing progressed. Right. Know? Especially when it comes to like harems and stuff. That's yeah. why I really yeah, appreciate harems are a huge thing, yeah. Yeah, that's why I appreciate like what Ken Akamatsu did with Love Hina. Oh, and that's yeah. why oh my gosh. Yeah. And like that's why and I've been putting We Never Learn almost on the same level of the pedestal as Love Hina. I think it's become like my favorite harem since that series. Well and that's because why of the I way talk, the characters develop. That's why I talk about What's that show that I keep talking about? Oh, uh, uh, oh, the the horror anime that I that I was really into that got two seasons of 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 an anime. Uh, say, Psychano. Psycho. Psychano. How to raise a boy boy girlfriend. That's right. Yes, that was one that actually ended. And there's it. It has man- all the mangas out. It actually ended. The all the light novels are out. It actually ended. The anime didn't really end, unfortunately. They didn't get it, but it's short, and it was it was a short harem that actually led to a conclusion. Uh, I, I I haven't gotten to the ending yet, but I'm kind of predicting the ending, uh, where he does actually choose somebody. It doesn't mean it's the right person, but you know, or the person that you want him to end up with. But at least it has an ending, and he wrote a, a short harem, which is applaud, applaud, good for hey. you, you know. So. What and and this uh, conversation all sprang from Devil's a Part Timer number twenty one. Yeah, and the other comic that's ending is Hina Matsuri. I don't remember know if you guys ever watched that one. The I one about the psychic know. girl, like Elf and Lead as a comedy. Right. Yeah. 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 That's when I hope it gets another season, but who knows? With the manga ending, it probably won't happen. <laughs> well, I think I always see that if the manga is ending, then it's a more more of a better chance because then they actually have a direction to go yeah exactly see i got so much other news here but i feel like if we talk too much more about like this sort of news it will we may not have enough time for the other stuff but maybe all right so how about some strange news oh most deaf there we go all right so as we all know last season one of the biggest hits on anime that everybody loved was interspecies reviewers <laughs> <laughs> and in episode eight of interspecies reviewers the the concept was so raunchy that for the segment the character of Krim was uh censored in a friendly manner she was or they rather they because they have they have both parts uh anyways the crim was turned into a bottle of mayo for the segment oh i saw that i i that that was the episode that i said i waited i i, I waited a bunch of episodes mm-hmm. to just see where it was later on in the series just to see what caught up that was the episode ah. when they went to the when they went to the succubus hotel yep yeah so, as you can probably guess, there is now Crim Mayo merch that has been released. <laughs> they actually have t-shirts, keychains, legit mayo, and... Mayo. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, just legit mayo. Not yeah, it's legit mayo. mayo. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah, legit mayo. <laughs> That's crazy. Japanese in their mayo. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so if you love interspecies reviews and you love mayo, this would be the product for you. <laughs> well, this this brings me way back to the days when we talked about. Uh, I, I think it was one of our fetish of the week episodes where we talked about how um, people were censoring dojins with um, with Subway. Yep, I think I think nice. the episode was called Extra Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> That was an OG crew episode because I remember Glitch was was on it and he loved it. <laughs> I think he was the one who yeah, came up with the extra yeah, because we, we were recording in the old room. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. All right. So I feel like Derek has something to talk about, though. Yeah. Um, are you guys really excited for Promise Neverland season <laughs> yes. two? Yes. Absolutely. Well, I have great news. This feeling that you have, you know, that like waiting for it to come out. Yeah. I have more of it. Really? <laughs> so much anticipation. So they've announced that that got pushed back to January of 2021. Yep. And more good news. It's not alone because there is so much that has been delayed. Though so I have no idea what's coming out when. But basically, I've got a huge list of a bunch of manga, anime, anime films home releases that are all getting delayed uh, oh big names are gonna be let's see one piece boruto ooh, pocket monsters oh no sword art online that's getting delayed <laughs> oh no sword art you mean we have to live with sword art online they're in the final arc and we have to live with sword art online for another length of time <laughs> because it's delayed <laughs> exactly at least Certain. that list didn't include my Disney straight to VHS sequels. <laughs> oh, well, actually, uh, straight to VHS or home releases, uh, interspecies reviewers actually is one of the things that got delayed. Uh. <laughs> Along with all home releases of anything Funimation, Crunchyroll, or High Dive dub related stuff. Oh, no, not that. Not the dubs. <laughs> hey, when I watch a movie, sometimes I don't want to read subtitles. <laughs> I don't want to put effort into my entertainment. Exactly, cool. right? <laughs> oh, why it's... is the best picture something I have to read while I watch? <laughs> and that's why interspecies reviewers needs a dub. <laughs> <laughs> the film Butt Detective, Tentomushi Isuke no Nazo. Oh no, not Butt Detective. I love it that children's shows over there, they have a detective who is an actual butt, and it's Wait. not Assy McGee. Yeah, we do too, it's Assy McGee. Oh, Assy yeah, McGee. but Assy McGee's not for children. <laughs> we have the noir version of Butt Detective. Oh no, anything can be for children if you try. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that episode of Interspecies Reviewers had, because children are watching, we have to turn Krim into a mayo bottle. Oh, and this nice little uh, role reversal with the whole dub thing. Uh, Japan will actually be getting Sonic the Hedgehog a little bit later than we do. Oh, they will have to dub their production of it, and that got delayed. I, oh, I can't no. believe that didn't already happen, though. <laughs> they didn't simul dub it. Come on, get on our level. <laughs> Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. <laughs> not living that Sonic life, man. <laughs> not about that Sonic life. You're not a true Sonic fan. 
yeah, uh, Evan, I know you were uh, looking at the same list. Are there any titles that were kind of standing out to you, big delays? Um, yeah, you know, there are a couple that that I've been watching this season that I've been really enjoying, but unfortunately, they're, um, they've been delayed. So there's Apare Ranma, which is the new one for PA Works, which is basically The Great Race, the anime, or Wacky Racers, the anime, as some people like to refer to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the new Digimon series, uh, unfortunately, has been delayed. I've watched the first three episodes of that, and like I'm shocked by how good the quality of the writing is. So wait, both Pokemon and Digimon got delayed? Yep, Pokemon oh. and Digimon. Food Wars got delayed to fifth plate, just right when that new arc is about to begin. Mm. Um, and the other one that got delayed that I've been really enjoying is the new Dogakoba series, Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater. Which, yeah. which you know, peep, the author takes his hobby, adds cute anime girls to it, and he's like, here's a hit show. And <laughs> Dogakobo's like, yes! <laughs> we have work! Yeah. But interestingly enough, the other the other anime that Dogakoba is doing this season hasn't been delayed because they've been working on it for two straight years and have had it completed since this past January. Wow. Which is um, Sing Yesterday for me. Yep. Yeah. That's the one I have access to because I have VRV. So if that's the end of our list, one of the things that we decided to do in the wake of not um, being able to see the anime that has been delayed is that we will make our own. So... Yeah, the way that we're gonna make uh, take this as a different approach than we did with the hockey anime that we did a little while ago, uh, we have a game from Asmati Card Games, uh, one of my favorite card game makers, uh, and I think it might be out of print. Is it out of print, or did they bring it back into print? Do you know? No, that, it's a back in print. Remember, because there was the Kickstarter that uh, brought it back into print. I already owned it, so I kind of forget, but I know that you got your copy after me, so yes. uh, that had to, probably had to do something with it. Anyways, so the way that Channel A works is that there are like 150 or so cards that have genres in them, or premise cards, they're premise cards. Like, I'm looking through here. Here's the cafe premise, magicians, feudal Japan, gun action, slice of life, real robots, cyborgs. Blood sport, card games, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> well, there's a lot. There's a lot to go through. So there's a lot of different things. Anyways, so you take five of those cards and you choose two and you mix a premise together. And then what you do is you have title cards, which are just a bunch of cards. There's like 400 of them. Cards that have just random words on them. And you make a title based off of the genre and then you pitch your idea. Uh, and then whoever has the best pitch to the producer wins the round in like an apple's apple sort of way. But because we're, we don't, not everybody has their own card game. We're all apart from each other. The way that we're going to do it is I'm going to draw a genre. Evan's going to make a title. And then all of us are going to discuss how this anime is going to work. So yeah, I've been, I've been shuffling. And I have the stopwatch ready. We're going to try to do this whole premise in 10 minutes. Okay. So um, I've, I, I fidget every time I, I record on the podcast. So I, I've been using this deck of cards to fidget, and I've been shuffling the entire time. So chances are the card deck is back to its original state when I pulled it out of the box. I've shuffled it so many times. 
Um, so I'm going to draw five off the top here. Yeah. Okay. And let's see what we got. Do you want to hear all five that I got? Or do you just want to uh, want me to pick two, and that's the ones that we're going with? Pick all, do all five, okay. so that we can make the best anime possible that won't be delayed during quarantine. It'll okay. just never come out. I got dance, government, business, monster hunters, and alien babes. Wow! You now, if I had to throw in on this, I'm already thinking monster hunters and alien babes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go government and monster hunters. I was gonna go government and dancing. <laughs> Wait, so you have to make a title off of those five names? No, no, that's just no. the premise of the show. We have to get the title afterwards. We have to pick two of these five cards, and then Evan is going to make a title for us. Yeah. So government and alien babes. Government and alien. Okay, so we've literally used every single one of these cards now. We have not gotten rid of any of them. Actually, we didn't use business. So, so we'll we'll take business out of Let's there. make a government business anime. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds like good audio for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> government business anime. But if Doga Koba did, it'd be with cute girls. Okay. Oh, so. that's a right. good idea. <laughs> I will so, change my vote to government and uh, alien babes. Government and alien babes. Because I know okay. someone else said the same. I did. There we All go, right. Greg. So I said, I said virtual monster. high five. He's trying I said to woody alien babes with a deep voice. <laughs> oh, why? Thank you. Government and alien babes. Thanks for the thumbs up, Derek. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with with government and alien babes. I still like monster hunters and alien babes, but there's nothing that says that we can't have monster hunters in our anime with government and alien babes. I mean, the government could be fighting about, they could be discussing about monster hunters and such. Okay. So I think that we're going to go with government and alien babes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Evan? All right. So the titles I have, so, you know, each title is a word. So we'll have another, blood, seed, Legend, Neko, Valkyrie, Bride, and Sketch. Oh, if we put Neko in the title, the alien babes are definitely cat girls. But then we just have cat planet cuties, and that's already yeah. dynamic. <laughs> hey, Evan, can you, can you type those words into the yeah, chat? Yeah, so that was a see? lot. Oh, that's a good idea. All right, so another... So another... <laughs> blood. Edit this in post, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think they'd want to hear five minutes of your <laughs> Legend, Neko, Valkyrie. Maybe I should just leave this in for comedy content. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Valkyrie. Bra. Especially if your voice is still as deep. Bra. <laughs> and Evan's just enunciating all the words. And sketch. So those are the words that we have. All right, so we have to use only two of those for the title. No, no, you can use more than two. I think the way you just typed them like that is perfectly fine. <laughs> Another Bloodseed Legend Neko Valkyrie Bride sketch. Like, that is... Wow. <laughs> so how many... We can only use five of them? Up to up to four, I think. Four. I think, I think it's four. Oh, how about if the title is... Let me type this in here. Oh no, we 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 will all type in our our recommendations. Okay. Right. Yeah. Another 
Maybe I will just cut this all out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alk. So, oh, I can't even spell and Evan wrote it right there for me. Okay. <laughs> Another Valkyrie. Oh, I, I spelt bride wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of the Blood Seed Bride. I like it. <laughs> there we go. That one's mine. <laughs> Um, another Valkyrie. Oh, Blood why. Legend Valkyrie Seed. That actually sounds like an anime title. That sounds like an <laughs> anime. But it sounds like a serious anime. And Government and Alien Babes to me sounds like a comedy. <laughs> I mean, the Alien Babes are Alien Valkyries. So I'm I'm almost done with my submission. I'm just trying to. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking this one through. Uh, another blood seed. <laughs> Maybe the alien babes invade planets because there's no males in their species, so they need to collect seed. Can we use, anti, can we use like bloodline? Can we use other types of grammar? So like yes. exclamation points. Call, okay. Yes, good. you can. You can add in any grammar or um or of the and anything like that. Okay. God, Greg, will you go? <laughs> I've nope. I got it right here. I think I used all the words. All right, this is my submission. Another Valkyrie blood sketch: Colin Neko Legend Bride. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go down the list. Jonathan, you wrote another Val another Valkyrie bride. Bride, right? Easy another Valkyrie bride. Uh, they should have blood. Uh, Derek wrote Legend of the Blood Seed Bride. I wrote Neko Neko Valkyrie Bride Blood. Uh, Evan wrote Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed, and Greg wrote another Valkyrie Blood Sketch. Neko Legend Bride. <laughs> Derek. Blood dot legend, legend. Ha, uh, slash slash Valkyrie Seed exclamation exclamation. <laughs> legend is in all caps, by the way. That's important. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, mm. I'm the only one that used... Oh, wait, no. Greg used Neko Legend Bride. But he used everything. Yeah. I uh, tried. I thought that was the game was to use every word. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to try to mix it all up. Greg, a cool listen to the rules. You could use up to four. Oh, so I went beyond. Oh, okay. Whoops. Yeah. We're kind of breaking Plus the rules to begin ultra. with. <laughs> yeah, you also didn't use the word seed, so you only used I thought I did. Oh, crap, no, I didn't. I thought I was missing a word. Oh, I'm not even good at breaking the rules. <laughs> you broke your own broken rule, man. Oh. That's good. Um, I, I do like Evan's Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed. Same. Um, <laughs> But if but my mind is going to comedy for this one, so I don't know if that works exactly. I don't know. Keep but in mind could, that, that it no. could still be a comedy. I mean, Excel Saga doesn't sound like a comedy show. Well, but also there's so many anime out there that focuses around babes, and there's no comedy in it at all. Like, I mean, Triage X 
is 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 something like that and people consider that a show (laughs) um well it was it was the only it was the first example that popped in my mind fine bodacious space pirates or whatever that was called bodacious space pirates was that's actually true i was expecting a lot more out of that show because of the title alone yeah and it just was basically awesome title no substance (laughs) (laughs) by the way i changed my submission so it fits the criteria of what we originally put forth (laughs) another valkyrie blood sketch that does sound pretty good. Uh-huh. But that's what. But yeah, huh. that's why I like the the use of the word "another" is because "another" makes it p- brings it to that comedy place. Yeah. So, like if like, Evan, if we added another Blood Legend Valkyrie seed, yeah, it actually kind of makes it sound like a sequel series, right? <laughs> yeah. Or another Valkyrie Blood Sketch. Be a sequel yeah. to another. Sequel to another. Yeah. Do you have the Do you have the stopwatch going? By the way. Not yet. I wasn't sure when you wanted me to start it. That <laughs> we needed to pick a title first, and then we could start developing well, the show. We gotta hurry up and pick a title. Well, we liked Evans' Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed. Okay. Or at least All that's right. the most that we heard from. I'll, I'll I'll go with it if that's the consensus. I'll vote okay. with the mob. <laughs> So, so this is a government. So it's a government with an alien space babe show called Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed. But the the most important part of the premise, of course, is that there aren't actually Valkyries in the show. It's called Valkyrie Seed because it's some dumbass computer code or something that that <laughs> leads the leads the whole show because it's anime and a lot of the stories are terrible. <laughs> So, um, all right. On that note, we should go with my spelling of Evans. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, no, I would agree with you. Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed with the two slashes and the period and the two exclamation points. <laughs> blood Blood dot Legend slash slash Valkyrie Seed exclamation exclamation Legend in all caps. <laughs> so, just to kind of catch up where we are, so we're still going with the premise of the show. It's about government and alien babes, and it's called Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed. Yes. Okay. Spelled, spelled weird. Which, by the spelled way, if we, if we use if we use Derek's spelling, that is going to be the name of the episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So everybody looks at our thumbnail like, "What the hell is going on here?" Click. <laughs> Exactly. Is this a virus? <laughs> a million subscribers. Okay, so Whoa. let's uh, let's kick let's kick off this this brainstorm of what this show is going to be about. All right, um, I'm going to start the timer right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So first things first: is the government a government of alien babes, and this whole thing takes place in space, or is it American or or like Earth government, and Earth government is watching alien or discovery no, it should be it should be about a government of alien babes kind it of should like be about a government of alien babes but i like the idea of john's where it's a government on earth like in the first five episodes watching out for it but then that government like maybe the earth just accidentally blows up because one of the alien space babes presses a button wrong or something I think it should be an anime about alien babes that come to Earth and the U.S. government. They want to kill them at first, and then all of a sudden they fall in love with these alien babes. And every single male in the government wants to uh, have a relationship with these babes. Relations. (laughs) 
<laughs> so my other my other thought too is that it could just be like that there are secret aliens in the UN or something like that, and they and and I don't know. Like, like so, it, 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 for me, it, I think feel like it has to be, it has to be Earth based, and there's alien babes amongst the Earth based setting. So, for what I was thinking, was a female alien race that can't breed within its own species, so it has to go from planet to planet to find other species to breed with. But does it kill the people that they breed with? Like a praying mantis? Yeah. <laughs> they could. They could. Well, that would give us plot. That could be part of the blood legend. There you go. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> now, the, and now the next question is, do they look like little girls, but they're 700 years old? Or are, oh. they, like, or are, they, or are they older women with giant bazoongas? Oh. Oh. Um, um, no. I will say that they look like the average Swedish woman. Wait, I will wait. say, um, was that John or Andrew that said those options? A- Andrew. Andrew, sorry. I will say your first option, but they also happen to have cat ears for some reason. So the question <laughs> is, if they look like little girls, but they're 700 years old, would Jeffrey Epstein still try to abduct them? <laughs> wow. <laughs> the ghost of Jeffrey Epstein is the villain of this show. What do you mean? They abducted him. That's where he is. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question. What if, uh, and this is kind of going off your point, I'm sorry, but uh, Derek, <laughs> you, you mentioned like that they had cat ears, but I feel like then if the government's going to hunt them down, that eliminates the premise of the show. What if this is like, instead the greatest, if this show starts out serious, but it turns into like the greatest game of hide and seek or something. <laughs> well, wouldn't it be funny if like they, if, if they were hidden amongst like a whole bunch of humans but their skin was still cliche green <laughs> that's actually a really good idea it's but then like, everyone would know where that's how they, they invade procreate no, like, and like, i feel like like it would have to be like the um what's the bubble girl it's bubble girl from my hero academia season four had be yeah. that that color green yeah yeah right uh but yeah i think that would be funny and there could be like this one younger cliche uh anime protagonist guy who's like you know business suit attire black spiky hair in the government who's just like but that girl's green you know like <laughs> don't like, you see that she's an alien and everybody's like i don't know what you're talking about like yes. like dip. so we like, need like a dim we need a dim dim, dim yeah. from invaders dim. Yes. yeah exactly or uh, uh or the the robot from chromarty high um, Mechazawa. Yeah, like where he's just like, that's a robot, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? That's Mechazawa. He's like, it's a robot. It's like, ah, I don't know. Yeah. So, and and I think that that's a good point. So, like, so either a this this the protagonist is the only one who knows that they're aliens and ends up like uh, having the aliens stay with him for some reason because he knows the secret. I like this. So, like that. so the so the alien has to live in the house with him. Yeah, but then there also has to be an antagonist who also knows that the alien babe is a alien and uh, is trying to like like the queen her. of the alien babes who's trying to cover so it up. the antagonist would be like the dib and then the protagonist would be like the male equivalent of gaz not really because gaz doesn't care in invader yeah. zim well so but the question would also be so this guy works for the government right yeah so uh, okay, but, so 
Our main so, character works for the government. And... I'm I'm feeling the main character is is like the main character from Monster Masume, who's housing oh. all these alien, or all these monster girls, you know, yeah. and, and and nobody around him thinks that they're aliens. Right, except for the one antagonist who's trying to get them. Okay. I'm on board. So all the protagonists have like that blank stare, like the protagonist in Monster Musume. That no. I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm just surrounded by this. I have no control over it. No, if this is if this is written by AFLM, he has personality. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wait. The one who lives with the protagonist, the alien who lives there, her agent or code name could be Valkyrie. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Could, so yeah. when she was implanted in, in order to start the invasion, she's the seed. You're making the title make sense, and that's wrong. That's not <laughs> how anime works. Gosh. <laughs> um, however, though, it is, it is good, and I think that I think I think that's a pretty solid premise. I think so so we have Valkyrie who's the main who's the main alien babe. She obviously has to have a crush on the main character. Right. That's that has to happen. She hasn't given a name to the main character yet. Huh? Doesn't matter. Them- Nobody's gonna remember anyways. Yeah, right. it's, it's probably like Dice or 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 something. Everybody's it's only gonna Starling. Yeah, we'll everybody's only gonna remember Valkyrie. So yeah, and yeah, that's right. And, and she's gonna call him Darling, and and it's like oh, the Darling character. I don't Disney. think that should be the case, though. I think that she should be living with him in fear of being discovered. Like she's already been discovered by the main character, like our Darling character, right? But she should be living within the on the premise, being afraid that she's going to be discovered by somebody else. And I feel like the that, end, that should they be the premise at first, but then like as the series progresses, she starts having that kind of don't care kind of attitude. Right. Like she creates chaos in the apartment, of course. Yeah. Like if, like the best way for me to describe it would be like a better version of Talavru. Like, or Dragon Maid. Love. Yeah, or like Dragon Maid, because like the first thing that I think of is like in in Dragon Maid. Every time um, I, I, Toru like tries to feed the tail, so mm-hmm. like he tries to feed <laughs> eat my tail, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. I like the solid. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. We did it. And how, how much time did we do that in, Evan? We did that in, hold on, we did that in eight minutes and 
It's 40 seconds. Well, there you go. That's how it's easy it is. That's how easy it is to write an anime. That's <laughs> how easy it is to write an anime. <laughs> yeah. Now, we should let our listeners know that we would appreciate their feedback regarding this concept of Blood Legend Valkyrie Seed, and we are open to suggestions to making it better. Yeah. I would be happy to, to yeah, do this. Give us but your I think, feedback. Give us your feedback and we will tell you we don't care. <laughs> but I think during during the um the quarantine phase when we're still recording, um we'll we'll try to do one of these per episode. Yeah. Absolutely. And we'll see let's see if we can like nail one down in like four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Try to get the formula down. Uh, although we're gonna spend twenty minutes trying to pick the title. All right. Well, I can make it easy. Uh, step one: it's an isekai. Go. <laughs> How I met your mother. <laughs> Don't be in Madison South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. <laughs> okay. Um, so the original long isekai title, by the way. Yeah. It's the Wayans brothers' fault that every single light novel is like a hundred words or less. Trying to out light novel title each other. Um, so now that we've we've done that, we have a brand new anime for this season. Um, let's talk about the spring season that's been that's been running, even though we have some delays and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. Let's let's talk about what's been happening so far. So um I haven't, I don't think, I don't think I've started to watch anything of the spring season, but Wicked Fan Scott reached out to me on the Omniverse Discord and what did I say? Recommended that I watch, uh, Glip, how do you, how do you say that name? Uh, Glipnir? Glipnir, yeah, on uh, Funimation. I haven't yeah. watched that one yet, but I'm hearing it, it could be a potential hardcore anime. No, it's so I, I I wouldn't call it hardcore anime in the same way I wouldn't call Miraniki a hardcore anime. Yeah, it's basically like ten out of ten. Sasuke's agree this is sharper than any Edge Lord, <laughs> like Edge Lord anime that you can get. So I, I read the first couple chapters, first few chapters of of the manga. And art style, amazing. And the art style in the manga is definitely better compared to the anime because the anime kind of dulls it down and cleans it up a little bit so that can be animated easily. Uh, so the, the manga art style looks very good. The story right off the bat is very edgelordy, as I, as I suspected, where <laughs> it's, it's ultimate edge and the it's it, it has a lot of boob and butt shots for no reason like you'll have entire panels that are looking up a girl's skirt and looking at her underwear and her butt and you don't know why they chose that angle to keep the reader interested in their dull story well well did so, zebek animate this so it's it's a very it's a very cut and dry, we've seen this premise before anime where basically this guy has a strange main character has a secret, doesn't want other people to find out his secret, uses his secret to save girl who is crazy and crazy girl finds out his secret 
they they come they they come together to to discuss the secret and find out that other people ha- also have this monster secret and are trying to kill main characters for a special item that they have and they kill this person by working together and the next day nobody knows that they killed this person and they get away with it and more monsters start showing up to kill them. I do want to point out that on Annie chart, because you, you had mentioned the, um, the butt boob shot thing, uh, the main visual that they use on here, the, the brown haired girl has that broken spine syndrome that artists use to draw so that both the butt and the boobs can be in the shot at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, there's a character in the show. It's, it's this, this girl... I think her name is uh, Mooney Fee or, so, or something like that. It starts with an M, I think. Uh, I, I totally forgot. I read it. I, I, I read it just yesterday, and I, I, I haven't had a chance to remember the characters' names yet. But she looks exactly like the girl with the big eyebrows from uh, "Stop Teasing Me." Uh, uh, oh shoot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and um, Takagi-san. Takagi-san. She looks exactly like that girl, but older. And and I and I see her, and I was just like, "This is going to be my favorite character because I like these kinds of tomboyish girls that are, you know, like big eyebrows, messy hair." And it's just like, "Oh, like she's cute. That's cool. I like her." And uh. But it was just funny because she looks exactly like the girl from Takagi-san. And I automatically had this impression of, I know what this girl is going to be to this story. But other than that, the story is fine. I I don't know. I've only read the first few chapters, so I don't know if I can actually compare it to Miraniki. Because I don't want it to bring down this thing. If it's any good, I don't want it to bring it down to Miraniki's level. I am hearing that it is slightly better than Mira Nikki. What's that? I'm, I heard from people that it is better than Mira Nikki, but not to expect too much from it. Right. Well, because if it's an ed- if a to- if it's a total edge lord anime, which I'm suspecting, then by the end of it, you're just gonna be like, fine, whatever. Like it's anime. I get it. You want to make you wanted to make a, an anime for kids, but you also wanted to blow people to pieces and show girls butts. I get it. Uh, so you keep the the audience interested. Well, <laughs> well, that's what's funny is because I like animes, obviously, like Elf and Lead, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, that's an edge lord anime." I was like, "No, it's not," because it actually has a story and a tragic ending, and mm-hmm. like a plot. it'd be like calling Devil May Cry Baby an edge lord anime. Really? Yeah. Ugh, no, it no would way. be like it would be like calling it that. It would oh, be like it would calling be like, it. Oh, it'd be like calling. Yeah. 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 Sure. I'm not calling it Edge Lord. Oh like, no 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 no. That no is, way I would call Devil Man Cry Baby an Edge Lord. I'm just saying that people are calling it. It's a classic. It would be, yeah. People Devil would Man. if they're calling Elf and Lead Edge Lord, then Devil Man Cry Baby would be called Edge Lord. I, I would them. put it in a. I would put this in a box with anime or anime and manga like Killing Bites, Miraniki. Uh, what's another one? King's uh, Game. What's that? King's Game. King's Game. Definitely. I actually haven't seen King's Game, so I don't know. Oh, um, not Triage X. Uh, Junie Tyson. 
Junie Tyson. Uh, yeah. Uh, mm. <laughs> that it's it's one of those where you watch it and you're just like, I get it, I know where it's going, but no, I don't because I don't, I don't know. care. Oh, uh, have you guys heard of the manga Dead Tube? No. Yeah, I think so. It's it's a it's another one of those. This is the bloodiest anime or the bloodiest manga we've ever made. Uh, and then it's just like, no. But have you heard of? Uh, Doshimuki or, or Do, Dokimushi, Do, one of the uh, where it's just like, oh, look how disgusting I've made this anime. Look how look how edgy I've made this anime. I've got to put so many edgy things in this, and and you're gonna be shocked. Kind of, it's kind of like those, I guess, but but for a younger audience, because mm-hmm. even though this is the manga is labeled as a sign-in for, for older males, it still seems like it's kind of aiming for the shonen crowd. So one that that's about it. I was looking through Annie chart and one that kind of caught my eye that seemed kind of like a cute premise was Kakushi Goto. Oh, that's one of my absolute favorites this season. Really? Where? Okay. So where is it? Cause I, I think I want to check. Funimation. Ah! <laughs> okay. Just uh, give them your money. No, no I will not. No, Funimation any never, money ever, never again. <laughs> um, and so that one seems fun. It's a, a, a slice of life comedy about a father who hides the fact from his uh, very, very young daughter that he is a an erotic artist. Well, not erotic. He writes a pervy, pervy, and he writes uh, pervy manga. So that's what the, I, that's what the uh, description says. Yeah. On so I I need to jump in there because of the title Kakushigoto. There were three reasons why it's called Kakushigoto. One. The father's name is Kakushigoto. Two, Kakushigoto means secret, as in Kakushigoto is keeping a Kakushigoto from his daughter. And three, Kakushigoto also means drawing manga. So Kakushigoto's Kakushigoto is Kakushigoto. That's so interesting. That's good. That's good. I like so that. Koji Kumeda is a master when it comes to having characters and puns and having it fit with the character as well. He, he did this many years back with an amazing series called Sayonara Zetsubo Sensei, where the premise of that was a suicidal teacher being um, uh, having to like teach all these students who are messed up in their own mind, but it's wicked funny, and all the uh, names are based on their personality. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, That's no, really I, interesting. I feel like I want to check that one out for sure. I also want to check out BNA Brand New Animal, the uh, the trigger. Yeah, we got to wait yeah. for um, the Netflix release. Netflix. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching that one when it comes out because I cannot wait for more Studio Trigger stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, that's kind of it. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't really, I, I don't really want to watch anything else. Well, Kaguya-san season two is out which is cool, but it's also on Funimation and the first season is not because I can watch the first season, but I can't watch watch the second season at the moment. So is Food Wars. Oh, Food Wars (laughs) has been delayed. Yeah. That was my joke. Yeah. (laughs) One show that did get delayed that I was really enjoying and I did mention it when we were talking about the late shows, which is Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater. Mm, And it's basically cute girls learning how to fish. And so it's like a like a replacement for uh, for um, laid back camp. Um, kind of. I would say that the humor is a little bit. It's a little bit more funnier than laid back camp. Really. 
um, there's some, you know, there's there's a lot more focused on like physical gags as well too. Um, and basically, this this girl gets tricked into joining this fishing club, and as she as she goes to more meetings, the more she's enjoying herself. Huh. It's very enjoyable. I'm, it it I'm, looks like a Dogokobo anime. Oh yeah, without question. Like in like this is one of those Dogokobo shows where like I'm in it for the long haul, and unfortunately, it's going to be a long haul because it's been delayed. <laughs> the extra long haul. <laughs> the extra long haul. Um, one show that that I know you guys can watch because it's on Crunchyroll that has really taken me by surprise is. My life is a villainous. All roots lead to doom, and this is an isekai show. But the premise of this one is that this girl has been um, transported into her favorite Otome game, but she's been reborn as the villain in the Otome game. Oh. So she has to like, she has to change her fate and make sure that she doesn't either get killed off by one of the male interests or be exiled at the end. So That's she's funny. trying to use her knowledge of the light no- of the visual novel game to re to refine her path in life. That That's pretty good. That I, I actually do like the idea of that. Um, anybody uh, taking a look at uh, Tamayomi or basically the baseball anime with thick thighs? <sighs> I tried watching the first couple of episodes. Wicked slow. <laughs> so the thighs and don't And not to mention the animation <laughs> turned to shit. Like during the second episode. Like you oh, can really? tell like the only cared about this, this the main character's special pitch and everything else looked like crap. Mm. Interesting. But how are the thighs? They're fine. <laughs> you can Google thighs and be <laughs> satisfied that way. Satisfied. Satisfied. Or you could do like what I do and, you know, read some good literature from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. How is it? Um, sucky the sucky bus on this tonight. It's it's porny. It's not as porny <laughs> as the fu- as the firefighter one because they don't really show much. They don't show the actual bits, the bit, but it's entertaining. Can I, huh. I? I gotta be like really careful with this, but like I feel like you know one of the other uh, manga companies we like, Faku, should kind of take a cue from them when it comes to like thickness of the manga. Because this is like what Faku releases, and this is Ghost Ship. And as you can see, what you can imagine how hard it is to hold something like this in a specific manner. <laughs> Whereas, you know, you know, this is fine. I can read it like this. You can't really do that with... Everyone got like really silent there. Teach well, us more, Evan. Teach us more. Well, we're we're observing your your the the technique of it. The yeah. <laughs> Let's just say you can't read a Faku physical copy with one hand, okay? <laughs> uh. Hey, well, use your third arm to help. It's fine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> It's called a joke, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lighten up, jeez. There is a mature content warning at the beginning of the episode. 
<laughs> I got the joke, Evan. I thought it was funny. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, so I haven't been watching... This isn't an anime per se, but it is a Into the West that I would like to talk about and discuss. Um, because Jonathan allows me to use his Disney Plus account, or one of his Disney Plus accounts, uh, I started watching Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Yeah. Um, oh, man, such a good show. Yeah, and I... It's, it's a really good example of how CalArt style is used appropriately. Mm-hmm. And when you don't skimp on animation, a show can be good. In the same way that they use CalArt style for The Amazing World of Gumball, and I love The Amazing World of Gumball, uh, it's, it's the same thing with this really high-quality animation in Star vs. the Forces of Evil, plus the story and comedy is really entertaining, and I really like the characters. I really like the world. Now I'm only on I'm only on the beginning of season two, but the first season was great. I loved the first season. I'll I'll let you know how I feel by the time I get to the end of season four. But um, I heard it gets darker. It yeah, which I'm actually looking forward to, because uh, I really liked the villain at the end of season one. I thought the villain at the end of season one was fantastic. And I yeah, played by Michael back. C. Hall. Huh? Yeah, he's played by Michael C. Hall, Dexter. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like you could tell as well that he was that he was played by a, a semi-A or B-lister where ugh, it, was, it, was, it was great. I really enjoyed his performance. So, so that was a, that's the quality of show I'm looking for in my animation if you have to go the CalArt style. <laughs> Despite Bean Mouth, which is the new coin, uh, coin term that I learned last week. Yeah. Or last uh, episode. <laughs> that's been around forever, Jonathan. Get with it. You're an animation teacher. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. I got to pass Bean Mouth on to all my animation students. <laughs> Do it. How not to draw a mouth like a bean. <laughs> like a kidney bean. Yeah. You got to go Boston baked bean. That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dripping with a bunch of sugar. <laughs> oh, hey, I like Boston baked beans. They're great. They so are, but you just made it sound so unappetizing. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, so Star vs. the Force of Evil is one of the things I've been watching this season. I think I've watched other things, other animated things. Oh, yeah. yeah like- I, while we've been in quarantine, uh, we've been binging uh, Disney's Doug. Yeah. Oh, God. So, the, the not good version. It's good. No, I it's love it. Good. As far as, because it's as far as a sequel series goes, it's an actual sequel series, just not made by Nickelodeon. It's yeah. produced by Disney instead. And they hit some like pretty interesting topics, like the episode where like, Patty Mayonnaise gets body image issues and she st- starts getting anorexic. Like, yeah, it's, am- and it's amazing the kind of things, the dark things that Disney will go and, through with Doug. And, and uh, the dad trying to explain sex and pregnancy to Doug for oh, like, the God. entirety of the first season. And you're like, wow, they're really going these directions. Oh, and divorce and house fire and like, yeah, like loss. It's just like they, they talk about so many, so many darker issues than they did in the Nickelodeon version. Yeah. That, that I thought was really interesting for Disney because as, as I start to realize, you know, yes, Nickelodeon had Rocco's Modern Life and Invader Zim 
and all these things. But now Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon are like edging away from that stuff and they're trying to go like with cleaner mediums and safer mediums as far as animation goes. And mm-hmm. Disney now has all the darker shows. And it's, it didn't start recently. It started back when they started releasing Disney's Doug. <laughs> that they had all the darker Disney shows. But then it has evolved with like Star vs. the Forces of Evil and um, uh, Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's And that's what I mean. Like they've, they've had those darker shows and kept those darker shows. Which, by the way, is Jonathan, is Lloyd in Space on Disney Plus? I don't think it is. No, and The Weekenders isn't either. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Weekenders isn't on Disney Plus either. But when, huh. when, when they do get there... I'll watch them. I didn't like Lloyd in Space, but I'll watch the crap out of Weekenders. Yeah. Lloyd in Space was okay. So Disney that, Plus. That was Into the West. <laughs> it wasn't. That was more of a what we're watching Into the West, but yeah. Into the West. Mm-hmm. We have anything else this week? Derek, how about you? Uh, no, actually, not really. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm giving you homework, man. It's only been two weeks. I thought it's so, been a week. Has it been two weeks since we yeah, recorded the weeks. last one? Two wow. weeks. I don't oh, even know what day of the week it is. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 oh. it's a day. I, I've I've lost track of the week multiple multiple times this week because I I couldn't remember when I had to release it, Solarian Sun, and I also thought I was behind on pages one week because I was like, oh no, it's Tuesday. I thought it was Thursday. Like I. How many moons? Yeah, it's it's been it's been nutty not knowing what day of the week it is. Crazy. I, I I'm done. Can we stop this now? <laughs> <laughs> like whoever's whatever force is out there, like it was funny for the first couple of weeks. I shouldn't say funny, but it was yeah, it was fun for the first couple of weeks, but now I'm ready for it to end. It's like, hooray, all us introverts, we don't really care. One month later, oh, God, we do need to be outside at least for a few minutes, please. Introverts realizing the pedestal the internet has put them on is not at that high of a pedestal at all. (laughs) Yeah, it's more like a um, footstool. (laughs) While over here, me being an extrovert, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I need to see my friends on the weekend. (laughs) I know, this is Yay, Zoom. Yeah, right? No, no. Extroverts need physical face-to-face contact. It's it, it only helps so much to talk to somebody, but in, in reality, I'm still sitting here in this room just talking to you on the phone. True. That True. actually reminds me that um, one conversation that I had this week, uh, my boss from my old job called me, um, and he uh, had a – his nephew was in a uh, comic book writing contest, and uh, he, he's German, but he wrote his – comic in English. So he passed his comic book on to me so I could write his his script better for him. And I, I thought that was like a really cool thing. <laughs> so like, you're, you're both editing my comic book and his comic book. I am. I'm turning into a dialogue editor for comics. That will be my new career. Yep. A great career at that. So do we, we have, have another that topic? One that will keep you at home safe and... Yeah, release it all digitally so you don't have to worry about physical print. So, yeah. do we have another topic to move on to, or is this is this the end of the show? No, that's it. That's all we had. It's almost the end of the show. So, congratulations if you've made it to this far into the show. You've listened to another episode of Quarantine Special of Wicked Anime. Yeah. 
Hey. We're back while everybody's avoiding being sick. Episode yeah. Blood Dot Legend slash Last Valkyrie Seed Exclamation Exclamation. Um, uh, one space bar, space bar, space bar. <laughs> Your name. <laughs> we put space bars at the, like four. There's four spaces at the end of the title, but you can't know that because it's just a space. Was that a uh, Homestar Runner joke? No, that was a Muppets Most Wanted joke. Oh, okay. Oh, which was... nobody saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I now realize. You're one of the rare ones, Evan. <laughs> oh, I thought it was a Homestar Runner joke with, with a strong bad email. Like, cause there was a, I remember there was a strong bad email where he taught somebody how to write a strong bad email. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's funny. I've actually been going back to the. I've been going back to the old Homestar Runner cartoons during this whole quarantine, and just how well the comedy still holds up after all these years. Yeah, it was great. Waterman Studios. Yeah, mm-hmm. Water. Oh, he was here in Boston. Waterman Studios. Shocking. And was he at the um, the Biogen conference? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. So. Huh. If you guys would like to listen to more Wiki Anime and find us anywhere, get into contact, get in touch with us anywhere you want, uh, you can mostly find us at facebook.com/wickedanime. If you don't want to use our email, which is wickedanimereviews@gmail.com, because everybody's just like, eh, Facebook's way easier to invite you. But hey, also on Facebook, we have a link to our Discord, where if you want to post some dank memes on our discord just head right over there and then we can talk about this new season of anime on discord in a nice private setting with all the other wicked anime fans who they won't bite they're nice they'll talk to you they talk to us so why not (laughs) uh if you want to find me at uh my art with all my art stuff you can find me at that's at symbol aflm underscore art on instagram or aflm art all one word at Facebook and Twitter, which I don't really use Twitter all that much. I mostly just retweet on Twitter. Hmm. But uh, if you want to find read my comic book for free, by the way, uh, you can go to solariansun.com. That's solariansun, all one word, dot com. And read up to page 69 at current moment. That number is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> for nice. free... And then if you want to go to head over to the Patreon for as little as $5 a month, that's less than as much as you spend on coffee a week, uh, like way, way less, you can get up to page 120. Holy cow. That's more than 50 pages of content from the also Patreon. a hilarious number. It is 120. <laughs> uh, yeah. Got him. Got him. It'd be like, if nobody else follows that, good. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's solariansun.com. Just look up Solarian Sun and AFLM Art, and you'll find me, and you'll get to read comics for free. Unless you pay. Unless you pay. <laughs> <laughs> With four proof, four proof of purchases plus postage and handling. It's free after all that. <laughs> 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 all right so for the recent news reviews podcast episodes and videos featuring members of the boston bears brigade you can find us at www.b3crew.com if you have any questions comments or if you're in a band and want to be featured on our no borders no race podcast you can write to us at the bastards at boston you can follow me on 
Twitter, the J-Pop Video Games and Anime and Mino pages, and I, I want to say Twitch, but I haven't used Twitch in a really long time. But anyway, KingBabyDuckESH. Like us on Facebook.com slash Brigade and Facebook.com slash Land of Ash. And don't forget about all the other sites under the Land of Ash, including the Electric Sisterhood, Fizzery Captain Review, and Smashbrook. And coming soon from Electric Sisterhood, brand new show will be launching hopefully during the summertime. Um, I can't really go into details about it, so just stay close and keep your eyes peeled on Facebook.com slash Land of Ash for more information when the time is right. Derek. Well, you can always follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Elite4Derek. Um, otherwise, I have been, let's see, counting all of my fingers and toes over and over again. Um, I am literally running myself crazy in these confines of this 15 by 10 foot room. Um, so if you guys have any suggestions of stuff, you guys know what I watch and listen to and stuff. If you have any suggestions, please pass them along because I am having cabin fever. <laughs> I told oh, you to great. watch Bofuri, man. I told you, you got to watch Bofuri. It's on Hulu. Bofuri? Yeah, the one about the, I don't want to, yeah, B-O-F-U-R-I. Listen I to don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. <laughs> ah. Listen to oh, the yeah, last episode, great. Derek. And <laughs> he gives you I the know. same, uh, same Rick. I'm I also trying episode. to set up a Pokemon randomizer. So Ooh. very cool. Trying to come up with a little side project of my own here. If if you need the um the login to Wicked Anna Play on Twitch, let us know. All right, we'll do. Um, also, uh, I was actually thinking about doing that for AFLM, uh, like on my Facebook page. Anytime I just boot up a video game, I just stream it live because people like live people who play video games online. So, and I have enough followers that people might be like. Hmm. That's kind of cool. I might watch him play that. So I don't know. We'll see. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us here. We hope that we were able to entertain you and distract you for at least another two hours. So, um, 14 special too. Who knows how long we're going to be doing this for? There'll be a, a random set of episodes, and uh, then maybe we'll just go right on straight through summer, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll set something up. We'll figure yeah. it out. Can't wait for that beach episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. We'll release the we'll release the Zoom video and for I that one, the... and we'll just all be in our bathing suits. Yeah, and I hate the beach. <laughs> just like five shirtless dudes on cameras. <laughs> hey, man, me and Greg have been getting swole at the gym. If we so. do that, just remind me. I, I just need to manscape a little bit. <laughs> no, man, I let my chest hair flow. Her chest, glorious chest hair, because I'm Scottish and Polish and Canadian. I just want the gyms to be open again. I do too. I want to go work Greg, You have no idea how badly I want to go back to the gym. Oh. Dude, all you got to do is just keep re-watching how heavy are the dumbbells you left over and over again and just follow along with the exercises there. Or just, oh. do, the, just do the Saitama workout. Those won't get me swole. I need weights. Saitama workout. I'll try the Saitama workout. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to us. Uh, this is entertainment for us for two hours as much as it is for you. Uh, and But we don't want to get, get too stale, so we're just going to stop talking. And <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next time on the Wicked Anime Podcast. Time to sign off the only way we know how. Everybody give Greg your energy to stop. <laughs> Take my spirit energy to shut up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, that's end true. Of, end uh, of statement. T- ten out of ten. Are, are any right. of us really normal? To be honest with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. Hey guys, security guy Greg here, and welcome to the editor's corner. just wanted to chime in for a second to thank you guys for listening to today's episode especially if you've made it this far it really means a lot to us to have such an incredible fan base you guys really do rock so in case anyone was wondering yes my mic actually had a problem thanks to this voice changer software i downloaded it was fun for a while and then it messed up my audio for about a week and it messed with all the inputs and outputs it was such a huge disaster and that's why i sounded two octaves deeper than normal But we're good now, so thanks for putting up with it. And we have also been thinking about you guys during these trying times. We just wanted to wish you guys good fortune for all your friends and family and to keep staying safe. And as long as we're all cooped up, we will try to push out more great content for you guys to listen to while you're stuck at home. So keep your eyes and ears open for the next episode. And with that note, I have to go guard something. Okay, bye! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.